Hey, what's up, daydreamers? You should be checking out our Twitch right now. Twitch.com slash daydreamer media. It's lit, boy. You get exclusive episode previews to the episode that you're about to listen to right now. We sing and rap. We tell crazy stories and we grave about trivia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did forget about (laughs) trivia. So remember to tell your friends about twitch.com slash daydreamer media. to the fantasy daydreamers podcast i'm jj that's ryan and keone is also here with us if i say so myself that went flawless Uh, it was better than i was expecting (laughs) thank you i'll take that as a compliment it was uh and uh you guys should actually turn in tune into the switch because we literally just did not plan that just did it off the cuff ryan just said let's do it and we did it um remember Teams on by this week, Green Bay and Pittsburgh. So yeah, if Ryan. you have if you have any of those guys, <laughs> go ahead and get them out of your lineup. The Chiefs and the Broncos play tonight if you're listening to this at, whenever it drops. So if you have any of those players, Isaiah Pacheco, get them out of your flex, get them into your starting lineup. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, get them into your starting lineup. Uh, <laughs> let's get into some news. Oh, a lot of bad stuff happened this week. Uh, a lot of bad news. Dolphins running back Devon A-Chain uh, was placed on IR due to the knee injury that he suffered. Uh, he will be eligible to return in week 11. What but- is the knee injury? Nobody is saying it. Maybe they are, and I just haven't read it. I, I just haven't. keep seeing knee injury. Yeah, I just keep seeing knee injury, too. Hey, brother, I'll give you my knee. I don't even need it that much. All right? Just return it back when you're done. Just play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they have, of you. Yeah, they have their buy in week ten, and I so he a lot of fab. <laughs> he can come back week eleven against the Raiders. Uh, yeah. uh, the Dolphins also designated running back Jeff Wilson Jr. to return from IR, opening his 21 day practice window. Practice in a limited fashion on Wednesday. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson was placed on IR dealing with the AC sprain. He will be eligible to return in week 10. But yeah, so it should be Gardner Minshew starting Uh, that week 10 game is also in Germany. And then the Colts have their bye in week 11. So even though he is eligible to return in week 10, it might be a long shot going all the way to Germany playing and then they have their bye, they might want to hold them out for just one extra game and get that extra rest on them. Just uh, just be aware can, of that. He can travel with the team, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I am going to Germany. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, he might not play. Right. The team might I know, no, no, but fair. Yeah, just yeah. by like, but I'm yes. not, yeah. I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals running back James Conner also placed on IR with the knee injury. It's, it's another tough one. Uh, Cardinals running back Keontae Ingram was limited on Wednesday with the neck injury. Uh, the depth charts came out. Keontae Ingram was listed as the first running back there. If mm. anyone cares, I don't think any of us want to start that 
any running back in has to. Yeah. I mean, they're playing the Rams. I'm not loving this opportunity. I don't want to. It's a split backfield. The Cardinals have been feisty, but these injuries are starting to add up. A sneaky, sneaky ad. Rondell Moore. Oh, I knew it. Tiny man himself. <laughs> what kind of candy would he need? Midget he would be. Mini M's looking ass. <laughs> All right. I'm making fun of him. But to be honest, they put him in the backfield and he's explosive. Uh, he's gotten a, a bunch of touches there. I think this kind of injury could make him back there more. He plays the slot too. So you're kind of getting this Debo Samuel role. Every time he gets high usage, it feels like he gets hurt. That is why he is tiny. It's not because of his height. Mm-hmm. I respect people who are 5'10", 5'11", to 6 foot. <laughs> Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson was placed on IR dealing with a hamstring injury. Uh, the coach there, Kevin O'Connell, said it's not season-ending, most likely. So, uh, I would not hope good. not. Yeah. Horrible news. Yeah, not yeah. good news there. For, uh, this is horrible news for Kirk Cousins. Mm. This is horrible news because Jefferson... Jeffrey Jefferson is a star and it helps this whole offense get moving. And I just am feeling horrible about this. This is, mm. he felt he had a towel on his head. He looked sad. There was no good comments about this. Even that comment wasn't good. So, mm. uh, great for Jordan Addison. Yeah. Stock up and TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Great for TJ Hawkinson. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Falcons traded for Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson. Yeah. Cool. Who cares? Like <laughs> not fantasy relevant. Chargers yeah. running back Austin Eckler practice on Wednesday. He says there is a ninety nine percent chance he plays on Sunday. Mm. Sweet on Jesus, that's what I'm wondering. Monday though, <laughs> right? That's pretty funny. <laughs> so why? <laughs> okay. Uh, Broncos running back Javante Williams practice on Wednesday. Uh, looks like he will play tonight. So, mm-hmm. are you guys starting him? Oh, that's a confusing backfield. I, I probably no. Chris Jones is scary. So, I think that Javante Williams playing means that I don't want to play anyone in that backfield. Uh, like, yes, it's yes, I agree. Because now Julio uh, McLaughlin is not as like. He slides down. Samaj P. Ryan, you know, he goes down and it's just, yeah. And Javante Williams is not reliable enough to play on his own. Yeah. It's just, it's a Thursday night. And that's uh, Broncos designated tight end, Greg Dulcich and Gabbana to return from IR. Uh, so opening his 21 day practice window uh, might be a streaming tight end down the line. Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans didn't practice on Wednesday dealing with a hamstring injury, still coming out of the bye, still not practicing. Mm. Uh, not great news for Mike Evans. Got to stay tuned. FF Daydreamers on all social media. We'll keep, keep you up to date with Mike Evans and all other big name fantasy players. Bears running back Roshan Johnson remains in concussion protocol. Oh man, you don't want to start any Bears running backs either, right? No, who would be? Who's ah, there, maybe start Farming, bruh. Against oh, yeah, Minnesota. Against yep. Minnesota. This is kind of a matchup you kind of want to start the running back. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. The thing but is, I have a question for you. Yeah, go for it. They played on Thursday night. 
Does that mean there's a better chance that he plays since they had like a, almost like what ten days, what nine days? Uh, yeah. So there, there is because there is more days for him to get through it. But it doesn't seem like he's progressing fast enough through it, where he's still being held out. Um, where a person who would have gotten a concussion on Sunday is, st- is still held out. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. though he had the extra days, he didn't get through it any fast, or he's not getting through it any faster. Okay, cool. Well, so I don't think he, he plays this news, week. Though, would you play him? No. Like, would you be like, I, I'm gonna pick him up though? If he's oh yeah, I, I've I've I have him in one league just because uh, I I mean I had the bench spot, so why not? Um, and if he does play, I do think he's the starter there. A concussion is not the hardest thing to come back from injury wise. You know, it's not a leg or an arm. You're not going to fumble because you have a concussion. Your ankle is not going to hurt more because you have a concussion. Um, so maybe, but as a flex, flex play at best. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Great advice. Thanks. I'm going to use that. Giants tight end Darren Waller missed Wednesday's practice with a groin injury. Uh, this whole Giants offense is <laughs> it's it's no. no. Who knows about if Daniel Jones plays? He's day to day with his neck injury. Saquon Barkley practiced in a limited fashion on Wednesday. I don't know if he plays though. Hmm. If he plays, do you start him? Going against the Bills on Sunday night, I don't want to watch this, especially if Daniel Jones play, doesn't play. Um, if Daniel Jones plays, I'll start Barkley. But if he doesn't play, I'm out. See you later. I'll be real. playing video games, hanging out with my son until we record the pod. <laughs> Lions running back Jameer Gibbs didn't practice on Wednesday with a hamstring injury. Uh, it's David Montgomery's backfield. Panthers running back Miles Sanders didn't practice on Wednesday dealing with the shoulder injury. It's it's the other it's the defenders backfield against the Panthers. So <laughs> just gives me an excuse not to play him. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's the bright side it. of this is hey, you drafted Miles Sanders probably as your RB2 and you've kind of had to play him. Ah, maybe this is your out on Miles Sanders. Maybe this mm-hmm. is your time to bench him and get someone else in there. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey is questionable for tonight's game, but he is expected to play. Why does he start him? If he doesn't, are you looking at Blake Bell or are you looking uh different streaming? Looking at Dalton Schultz. Fair. Saints wide receiver Chris Olave was limited on Wednesday with the toe injury. He sustained that toe injury before Sunday's game, played through it. Uh, I wouldn't be worried about him uh playing so much as performing as well as he has mm. okay that'll, so if he plays you start him though i think yes that'll do it for the news let's to get into some start sit questions Gentlemen, start, start, engine! all right i'm going to give you guys some players and you tell me which one you would start and which one you would sit first up isaiah pacheco versus the denver broncos or jordan addison at the chicago bears uh this I both I like both of these guys for for this week, um, but I'll go Pacheco, like because it, it's the Broncos are the worst run defense in the league. Um, they have allowed over 187 yards per game, most in the NFL, um, and when playing in away games, which is this is for them, 
They allow a league high 260 yards per game on the ground. Um, that's also a league high. Um, uh, I know it's, and they have given up eight touchdowns on the ground, four through the air to the position. That, that That's a lot. That's so many touchdowns. Um, the only thing I'm like divisional matchup on a Thursday night. That's the only real concern I have, but Pacheco is very good. He's fast. He's explosive. It's a bad defense. He should do very well against them. Jordan Addison. Um, he's going to be the number one receiver, but I think this team, as we said before in the, in the news, it takes a hit um, with, with Justin Jefferson out. So that's why I, I like both of them. They'll still both, I think perform well, but I have put, I have Pacheco over Addison. Ah uh, man, this is hard. I would start both, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is what this is one where I like both matchups. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. uh, the man that I think can go off the farthest or the most. I don't know. It's gonna be Jordan Addison. Uh, Justin Jefferson's gone, and there's a possibility Addison gets ten, twelve plus targets against this horrible Bears defense. So. I think this game could be high scoring. It's a divisional game. I know it's going to get a little wacky, but once Jefferson got hurt last week, I mean, Addison kind of went off. I expected it to happen again. I'm not going to do a prediction or anything crazy like that, but I like both. I like both of the players play both. If you can play them, but um, great place. Oh uh, yeah. Both really good plays. I uh, go with Isaiah Pacheco. I uh, go with Keone here. Also, just a little fun fact, I think, I think Randy Gregory, who was on Denver, got traded, who was like a pass rusher for them. So I, anyways, just another ding to their no, defense. They, they tried to cut him and then he yeah. got traded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I mean, dumb, but yeah, just another ding I on heard, their defense. I heard it's an open market in Denver and they are, it's going to be a, a fire a, sale. The dead market. Oh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I go Isaiah Pacheco over Jordan Addison. I think that there's going to be a little bit of pains there without Justin Jefferson. Uh, that's a a big part of the, that the defense has to focus on. That's not there anymore. Um, that leaves the number one coverage on Jordan Addison. I want to see first how he, how he responds to it, how he plays with that number one coverage on him. Uh, So I go Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, next, Joe Mixon versus Seattle or Zay Flowers at Tennessee? Man, I don't think the Ravens are going to do what they did last week uh, with just dropping as many passes as they did <laughs> and just being as being as wild as they were. Uh, man, hey, whenever you go, whenever you go up against a stacked defense, bro, it's hard. You know that is hard. I love Joe Mixon so much. It, just because he's getting the so much volume, and mm-hmm. once his offense is going, I think he'll get going. I'm gonna go Joe Mixon. This is a a great game here, and I think the Bengals win it again. I think this is two players that you can start really yeah, this I week. Agree. I mean, like this, this is great options here. Um, I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Let me have this opportunity once. <laughs> uh, I go Joe Mixon too. There's so much volume. I do think that this that that injury that Burrow had at the beginning of the year, he's getting over it. Um, we saw it was a Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow game last week, but Keone talked about Joe Mixon on the last podcast. Twenty nine touches. I mean, that is that's enough for me. I'll I'll take Joe Mixon. Yeah, and that's you know how can you with that amount of production, like it's, it's hard to say 
go against Joe Mixon. Um, just in terms of not that I'll go with say flowers, but I think like Ryan said, they're not going to have the same week they did last week. That was like the Steelers defense. I think even though they're similar in stats to the Tennessee defense, um, the Pittsburgh defense has a way of changing games and changing the outcome of games, which is kind of like one of the things you want in a defense. I don't think Tennessee can do that. Um, And so I feel, you know, this, both him and Lamar are going to kind of get back to, to form. And I think he will have a good amount of targets, but not nearly the amount of production that Joe Mixon gets. And if they have started, you know, if, the Bengals have, you know, the wheels are moving now it because it took them a little bit, then they're a scary team. So, yeah, just Joe Mixon. I do. I do want to say this, though. I think if your team was down and you could or I'm not sure when both these both these teams play, but say they say they're both the afternoon games. I would play Flowers because I think Flowers does have a higher ceiling of like maybe he does go off against his Tennessee, you know, and if you need it. I think Joe Mixon's going to give you, make sure he's going to give you 15 points. Hopefully he gets a touchdown. But if you need a ceiling play, it could be Flowers. I hmm. I get your logic there. And uh, it works most of the time. Zay Flowers plays Sunday morning overseas. So Oh, oh I early, forgot. Early. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> oh, so, my God. So, you know he, what? Joe Mixon, so that way you can watch it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to wake up for this game. Ryan set it up to go back to Joe Mixon. Yeah. All right, last one. I was always Joe Mixon. I was just giving out a Zay Flowers is a great play, everyone, this Mm -hmm. week. Zay Flowers is a great play against Tennessee. Start him up if you you can. Uh, We just just lean Joe Mixon here. All right, last one. Kyron Williams versus Arizona or Nico Collins versus New Orleans. Kyron Williams, Arizona, the touchdowns they give up to the running back position is just ridiculous. It happens almost every week, if not every week. It's eight. You said eight. Yeah, it, it's going to happen again. So I understand Cooper Cup being back. I like the offense overall. Um, Rams all the way. Kyron Williams is like a must play to me. I absolutely agree. It feels, you know, like don't necessarily want to go running back in all of these, but it's just how it, it, you know, it, it rolls down to it. Um, again, both of these guys are kind of good plays. Um, I think Kyron Williams is, it's more clear Kyron Williams, um, in this one. Um, yeah. Cause like Ryan said, the matchup is it's a great matchup for the running back. Um, they've Arizona has allowed on top of eight touchdowns, um, this year, they've allowed 125 yards per game on the ground. Um, I think Williams will have, fewer opportunities than he normally does again, because of the Cooper and um, all that sort of stuff, but he will take advantage of them. And so that's where I think that is a big, you know, touchdowns he'll, they will be available for him to get. Um, And I think Nico Collins, it depends like his performance kind of depends on how CJ Stroud does. And not that CJ Stroud has done bad, but you're, when you throw passes, like you throw for a lot of yards and no interceptions, that's great, but you have to get touchdowns. And I think that's something that he needs to work on to be like an elite quarterback. Again, it's super early in his career. So he's done fantastic so far, but that will affect Nico Collins kind of week in and week out. I got a question for you guys. Since we're talking about Matthew Stafford, or sorry, we're talking about the Rams, Matthew Stafford Mm -hmm. or Jared Goff this week, just real quick. 
We're talking about Arizona. We're talking about Kyron Williams. Are you guys Matthews. high on Jared Goff versus the Bucks? At it's a tough matchup. It, I can see that being a tough matchup for Jared Goff, even I, though that I, offense is great. Yeah. I don't. I worry about uh, Goff without Amon Ross St. Brown, even though last week, well, he didn't need Amon Ra. Um, mm. And who knows if Amon Ra is going to actually play this week or not. Uh, mm. but, Good point. Uh, Here, okay, think about this. This is a toss-up. The Rams have no excuse to do bad in this game. Mm. So there, there you go. Yeah, I think I'd go Matthew Stafford over Jared Goff this week. All right, bringing it back to Kyron Williams versus Nico Collins. JJ, how you feeling? I think that people are just worried about Kyron Williams because Cooper Cup came back and we saw Kyron Williams only get 13 carries and um, his targets kind of slid down. You know, earlier in the season, he was getting a bunch. The last couple of weeks, he hasn't seen over three targets in a game, but he's playing Arizona. He's going to score a touchdown. Whenever he scores a touchdown, he's a top 12 guy, you know, and most of the time he scores two touchdowns or every time he scores a touchdown, he scored two touchdowns this season. But yeah, I don't think that continues, but he for sure is, I mean, for sure. Let's not jinx him right now, but uh, he's going to get in the end zone this week, I think. And I wouldn't worry about, yes, he's going to get less touches than you've been having him, but he's a flex play now instead of your RB two. So I go Kyron Williams. All right, let's get into some fantasy fights. Uh, our rankings are out. Daydreamermedia.com. Go look at those. We're going to fight about some of our rankings. See, see who's better. So first, Ryan versus Keone. Jacoby Myers. Round one, fight. Ryan, okay. you have Jacoby Myers at 25. Keone, you got him at 15. Let's hear it. All right. Devontae Adams getting only four targets in week five was an anomaly. I don't think that will happen again. And he's going to have the majority of targets, most likely. And that's just kind of how he is the better receiver. Like he is one of the best receivers in the league. Um, However, however, if that's, you know, going to scare you, Myers still has three games this season with 10 or more targets. And in each of those games, he has had at least seven catches and at least 75 yards. Plus, he has three touchdowns in those three games. In the games where he has 10 or more targets, he has finished in the, inside the top five, top 25, and top 10. Like I said, Adams is a better receiver and gets a lot of targets. But we have seen that that does not hinder Myers in the passing game. Jimmy GQ Garoppolo really likes Jacoby Myers. Again, they mentioned it, I think, in this past week in the in the Monday night game, because Myers was like a former quarterback. So there's some symmetry and, you know, simpatico there. Um, but, you know, the one bad week that Myers had, again, he didn't play in week two, but the one bad week he had, Jimmy, G, he wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the quarterback. So they have a solid connection and that will help him in fantasy. He can easily finish, I think, around the top 15 where I have him, which seems more plausible than his outlier of 25. And the Patriots have a bad offense, but I think their defense can force this game to be close, which means they're going to pass the ball a lot, meaning more opportunities for guys like Myers. Oh, also, this is a revenge game as Ryan loves to talk about. 
Casper, Myers, Garoppolo, and Josh McDaniels. So Myers is going to use the force, gather the rebellion, and blow up the Death Star that is Emperor Emperor Belichick and the Patriots this week. Well, uh, that's all good and dandy. I actually do like Jacoby Myers. I think he is a good play. I, w- I wouldn't, you know, shy away. He's a flex play, probably. Well, two reasons why I have him at 25 is that the pass, the Pats passing defense is actually very good. Um, so for so they actually have only given up one, uh, only allowed one receiver to get 80 yards or more and give up 20, um, only given up four passing touchdowns this year. So receiving touchdowns that's going against AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle, Garrett Wilson, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks. Okay, who's Wash? I kind of added it in there just for (laughs) value there. Okay, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. One guy got over 80 yards and only four passing or receiving touchdowns. You think I'm worried about Jacoby Myers? Okay, this Raiders offense for our last five games has even gone over 17 points. You're right. This pass defense is good. The goats is going to do goat shit. This is make or break. Bill Belichick's coming into Las Vegas and shutting shit down. That's that simple. All right. This is backs against the wall. Everyone's talking about us. The defense has been bad. The offense has given up four defensive touchdowns, three pick sixes. The defense is the only reason this team is in any game. They're stopping the Raiders. You're right. It is a revenge game. But you think this man, Bill Belichick's worried about a little revenge? He's built off revenge. He still remembers last year when they lost on that crazy ass fumble by guess who? Jacoby Myers. Not ca- th- throwing that ball back, huh? He threw that damn ball back. So guess who's getting a zero burger today, right? Guess who's getting zero for throwing that game last year? We know it's going to happen. Bill Belichick, back and better than ever, baby. Oh. Producer, why don't you come on and join us and help decide who won this fight or who you think uh, decide who won this fight? Oh, man. Yeah, I am worried that, yes, this is a revenge game, but often revenge games against Bill Belichick, <laughs> Bill Belichick shows them who, who their daddy is. <laughs> like, he, there's a reason why I let you just leave my coaching staff, <laughs> young man. <laughs> I, th- I think the surprising thing is that Jacoby Myers' worst game was versus the Chargers, which is the team that gives up the most points to the wide receiver position. Yeah, but they had Aiden O'Connell. I didn't want to talk about too much Jacoby Myers because I think Jacoby Myers is good. This is a Pats defense argument for me, personally. No, that yeah, I get that. Um, 20th in fantasy points allowed per game. I just think it's this is not a great matchup for him in particular. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna agree more with Ryan. I do think that it com- – I always feel bad. I always disagree with Keone. But I think it compounds with the fact that Myers was limited in practice and he has a wrist injury, mm-hmm. and you kind of need your wrist to catch the ball. It's all right. It's all right. I, I will be 100% honest with you, though. 
if he didn't if he didn't have this little wrist injury, um, I would have agreed with you, Kenny. It's okay. Darth Vader, Belichick is going to be focused, lasered in on Luke Skywalker running down the trench when he doesn't see Jacoby Myers and the Millennium Falcon coming in and going <laughs> saving the day. So that's my so. thing. I gotta go slightly with Ryan. Well, there you go. Good argument. All right, on to our next fight. Me versus Ryan. Fighting about Brees Hall. Round two. Fight. I got Brees Hall at 10. Ryan got him at 16. So it looks like he's a play this week for either of us. Ryan's going to talk about how the Philadelphia defense is so good in this defensive line. Where, where they rank? <laughs> where they rank against running backs? Just tell me already. If you're gonna, if you're gonna block me, I'll, let you, I'll tell you where I'll they rank. Number thirty-two against running backs with points per game allowed. Yeah, yeah. I know. I get Don't it. Follow they're, up they're, because they're, this man played Denver. Yeah, yeah, true. I get it. I'm not expecting him to finish as the RB3, go for 177 yards again, but 22 touches. I think I think that there's something there. Dalvin Cook doesn't look like Dalvin Cook. Brees Hall is slowly taking over this backfield, getting a few more targets each and every week, and he's touching the ball. They're pretty. He's pretty much all they have. Yeah, Garrett Wilson on the outside, but Zach Wilson, not, not the guy. I I just like Brees Hall. I think he can easily be a top 12 guy, even going against the best best defensive line in the league. If Brees Hall doesn't break off a long run, is he even good? I mean, does he really even produce fantasy value? Yeah, because he never scores I mean, on you're those really long just, runs. You're just, I mean, you're just <laughs> going for a big play, but most of the time it's six for 56. Eight cat or eight or uh, eight for twenty eight. You know, it's it's not really great, and I just Eagles defense doesn't give up those big plays, and so I was just being generous to Brees Hall to have him at sixteen because I couldn't have I didn't have that many great plays behind him, but you have him at ten. RB one is ridiculous when this Eagles defense shuts down people, especially in the second half. I mean, the only person that's really gotten off is Washington Commanders, and that is, you know, NSCE's rivalry game. Shit happens versus the Commanders. I don't know why, right? But every other running back, White, Kyron Williams, uh, Rondre Stevenson, shut down. I just, I'm not, I'm not loving Brees Hall this week if, we had better running back situation in general. He wouldn't be in the top 20 for me, but it just is just the way it worked out. I think the Jets will be done by a lot too, and he's going to get a lot of jump offs. Get him swinging swing out Michael on the Carter's outside. That's Michael Carter's role, though. Uh, yeah, I understand Michael Carter will get mixed in, but Dalvin Cook's slowly getting pushed out. Nah, I agree. Cook's so, not, I don't think I have Cook ranked anymore. Yeah, right. exactly. So I think Brees Hall just takes over a little bit more of that. Uh, I, I think he's really talented. I think so I like him. Producer Ian, come back on. Let us know. Um, do you know the Eagles are only giving up six points to running backs this year on average? Uh, Fancy Pros has it at 10 points. I'm on CBS. I think they only do like, I think they only do standard scoring. So I know, yeah. but like, they, they, you know, they regardless, they're going together, regardless, they're number one, like yeah. versus the, the team. Um, 
I mean, you guys are pretty close. 16 to 10 is not bad. The Jets' the offense just looks like shit. It's just the best way to put it. Um, based off argument alone, I think Ryan had the better argument, but I can't put 15 guys ahead of Brees Hall. So, like, I, I don't know how to judge this one because it's, like, based off of just your ranking alone, I think JJ pulls it. I'm, I'm a little bit more agreeing well, with JJ, I'm but based off of argument. In front of me, easy. Let me tell you the names. <laughs> no, no, don't tell them. Go to daydreammedia.com. Find so, out those names. Yeah. Um, if, I had, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to agree closer to JJ. So, yeah, that's, right. that's mine. That'll do it for our fantasy fights. Let's get into some trade talks. All right, so lots of injuries happening, lots of people going on IR now, some people coming back. I mean, five weeks through the, through your fantasy season, you might need to make a big jump here, a big change. So let's give the people what they've been asking for. Who is a player you will be looking to trade away right now? Joe Burrow. Best game of the year. He's looking a little healthier. That is great. Um, he plays Seahawks, like I mentioned it multiple times, and I think that's a good matchup. But after that, he plays the 49ers, and I think he, I'm pretty sure he plays the Bills. So, two defenses I'm not in love with him going against. T. Higgins is still hurt. I think this is the peak trade value. Um, it's hard because you're gonna have to get a quarterback to get to give up a guy like Joe Burrow. Or you've had a guy like Kirk Cousins or or a backup because you've been probably, you know, streaming at this point because Joe Burrow was so bad in the beginning. But I just, I think you can go use that name and go get a guy. You just we're all hurt and bad at running back. And if there's a guy who had who was, you know, rostering Anthony Richardson, go give him go 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 give him Burrow, bro. It's time to give him away. I like it. I kind of went with the same strategy where I'm like, oh, man, the running back position. If I can go get a big name running back, I'm going to. And so the player that I'm going to trade away, Chris Olave. Uh, yeah, he's a huge name right now, but he's not really performing. And he has a toe injury now. And for some reason, toe injuries with wide receivers just seem to linger and just seem to affect their performance. Um We've seen his targets decrease. He's only caught uh, three balls in the last two weeks for 16 yards, scored one touchdown that really helped him boost his numbers to be the wide receiver 41 last week. Um, he hasn't been inside the top 15 since week one. I I just think that even, even though he's getting 10, 11 targets, he's just not really producing like you really want him to like where you drafted him. And so I think you can go trade him, go try to get a, a bigger, a big name running back for Chris. This, this Saints offense is a little funky. I feel like it, it, it I was really Thomas on, a little more evolved than I thought. Yeah, he is. Michael Thomas, comes back, gets like 13 targets. It's like, Hey guys, remember Chris Derek Olave? Is not as good as, as I wanted him to be for Chris Olave. I was so hyped on Olave to coming into the season. And the deep threat seems like it's, uh, you know, Shahid, Rashid, 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 whatever. Yeah. But it's like, 
Korzlava is also a great deep threat. So yeah, can you pass in the ball downfield? I mean, he was getting peppered with targets in the first couple of weeks. 10 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets. But even with that, RB33, RB20 or something like that. Wide receiver? 33? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Wide receiver, 33. Like, 11 targets and you're the wide receiver, 33? You can't be doing that to me. Mm. Like, uh, uh, it's it's just been kind of disappointing. But I still think there's so much name value there that you can still go get a lot for him. Um, yeah, I'm going to like a, just a general kind of strategy of just like trading your like the guys who are wide receiver twos and RB twos, but you are playing them in your flex because you have solid players in each of those positions and you can only play so many. So they're kind of forced to be in your flex spot, but in trading those guys, um, you can one free up the hassle of having to decide who you play each week. Um, and then also you can get, say you're hurting at running back. You can trade a wide receiver to get a, a good running back at kind of an equivalent position. So it's, this is kind of a fl- raise the floor kind of move versus going um, over against like a big uh, acquisition. And so some of these guys that you might would be like, you could do would be maybe a Nico Collins, um, a Gabe Davis, I like Gabe Davis because he's had four touchdowns in a row and he's not going to keep doing that. And so that's, that's, it's going to provide value for you. Um, and it's going to be not necessarily diminishing returns, but just like um, he's not going to keep doing that. Gabe Davis is and Nico Collins has had great, great numbers, but it's kind of up and down. It depends, you know, Alexander, you can also go on the running back side, like an Alexander Madison or even like a Brian Robinson. They have decent numbers, but you can trade for Here's somebody. The problem who's, I thought about Alexander Madison He's so hard to trade because yeah, everyone yeah. knows everyone knows the same problem here. Yeah, I just he can go two for one. Is, if any, no, like, I but, agree. I agree. I think he's a good addition. I trust him, buddy. I tried to trade him. <laughs> a lot of them have been denied. <laughs> it is very hard. Brian Robinson, I would not trade. Them. I have yeah. to agree there. I think the he's more the, the number one. The wide receivers are better options than the running backs because when you get yeah. to like the running back twos, it's it's I, it gets a little bit funkier. I love trading Nico Collins right now. Yeah. yeah so there you I go. All right. So who is a player you would be looking to trade for right now then? Uh, Michael Pittman. Uh, Minshew getting hurt changed my opinion on this. Or sorry, Minshew. Uh, Anthony Richard getting hurt and Minshew playing changed my opinion on this. In the games where Minshew's played, he's gotten 12, 11, and seven targets. He gets a 30% target share of Minshew's passes. And it's just the volume is there. Minshew can pr- produce one to two fantasy relevant players. We've seen it last year with the Eagles. We've seen it with the Jags. We've seen it this year with Josh Downs and Michael Pittman. The running game is still going to be, you know, really relevant. Zach Mosh, Jonathan Taylor probably mix in both and do a lot of play action. And I just love Shane cycling this Colts offense. It's efficient. It's good. You know, they attack. That line is nasty. That they attack. Line. They're always aggressive. Michael Pittman, I mean, I remember him in the Ravens game. Minshew giving him a 40-yard bomb in overtime. They trust each other. This is time to go get him. He's coming off two so-so games, 4.5 and 10.2 points. Those are in PPR leagues. So, again, not great games. Go get him. I think not even great matchups coming, but I just think the volume is going to be there for him. You're going to get a guy who's getting 10 plus targets 
and it could be a solid wide receiver too. So yeah, I like it. I'm going with Jalen Waddle. Go ahead and go trade for Jalen Waddle. Might be a week too late. I wish we could have had this segment last week before he had 10 targets, but I think you could still get him. He still only finished as a wide receiver 20 last week. So not like he did as good as whoever drafted him wanted him to do. Um, He's just been really disappointing this year, especially with how Miami has played. Jalen Waddle has not produced like the rest of the the people of the players on Miami. Um, He's still gotten over five targets every single week or five or more targets every single week. He's getting 70 yards, 80 yards. um, And he finally scored his first touchdown last this last week. Um, He hasn't finished inside the top 20 though. He finished as a wide receiver 20 last week. But he's also not killing your weeks. Um, he scored 11 fantasy points in week one, then 12 fantasy points. He missed week three against Denver. He would have gone off. We all know it. Um, eight points and then 14 points. Uh, he's So he's not killing your week, but whoever drafted him is probably very disappointed. So I think you can go get him while they're so low on him because he's going to turn around and he's going to have boom, boom games this season. I'm also going to go with a Miami player. But it's going to be Devon A. Chain, and so we're we're slowing it down. We're slowing it way down with the long play on this trade. The long play, like there's a lot. There's a few guys who went on IR this week, but I don't want to go with a guy like Justin Jefferson because I think the person who you know he is too high of a value still, even though he's on IR. Um, and then so. You know, Devon A chain is, is, is a great option. You know, if you can hold out on them, like if you pick them up and you can hold out on them being on your bench for a while, then he's going to have incredible value when he returns. You know, we saw him in his first game had, you know, he was like, wow, who is this guy? Um, and I, and like we said earlier in the podcast, you know, he's going to be gone for quite some time. It's going to be at least five weeks and he's going to be coming off his bye week versus the Las Vegas Raiders. It's a great matchup. He's going to be rested. He's going to be ready. And you're going to have him on your team because you played the long game, you know? And it's um, it's just, and they face the Jets, Washington, Tennessee, the Jets again. You know, after that, those are decent matchups for a running back and an explosive offense, like one of the best offenses in the league. Um, and he can easily come in and take that backfield if he's, if he's um, healthy, which he should be by that time, um, you know, and if you have to get rid I, of, I think you can only do this if you're like five for now, like, because the guy who has a team. chain is not no, no, you, them yeah. that easy. I just you have think, to be a good team. Yes. And this is hard. This is hard because then you have Wilson back by that time. And now it's a three headed committee instead of a one. I respect, I do like H and I would, I would maybe try to trade for him, but man, you got to be one powerhouse of a team. Oh no, you have to have good players. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's one of those things where it's, it's worth the wait if, when he comes back. Um, And I I think like you could also, another guy who went on IR, James Connor is also a possibility, but yeah, I think JJ and I were, we're talking about James Connor as well as a, as a possibility. Yeah, yeah, James Conner, kind of along the same lines. This guy that just went on IR, again, you have to be a good team to do this, to grab, and you probably have to be in the league without an IR spot. Um, 
because the person will probably just put them on the IR spot. But if there's no IR spot, I don't mind trading for James Conner. By the time that he's back, Kyler Murray will be back soon. And this offense, I think, will be a little bit different. Remember what James Conner did with Kyler Murray uh, last year and what he did kind of at the beginning of the season where he's getting 15 or so touches for 60 to 100 yards scoring has the possibility of a touchdown. If you can wait, and I think that James Conner will be easier to go get than Aching. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can go trade for him, you can wait for him. I don't, I don't mind doing it. But yeah, this is the, this is the big home run swing for sure. Yeah, definitely. And if you can go get him, go get, go get Aching. Yes. He's really good and he's very fast. Mm. All right. That'll do it for our trades and that'll do it for our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Go check out all of our stuff. Daydreamermedia.com is the website of social media at FF daydreamers on all social media. So go follow us there and get extra content that we are putting out and come hang out with us every Sunday and Wednesday night, twitch.com slash daydreamer media, get some behind the scenes and uh, just come hang out. Yeah. Get your questions answered and whatnot. Other than that, have fun watching football tonight and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.